What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello and welcome back, my podcast people. This is the Brain Body Resilience Podcast. I'm your host, JPB, and we are on episode number 146. And I am happy to report that I have been more intentional about my nervous system hygiene in this last week. Each day is a focused effort, and that's how we get shit done. I saw a post recently that I wanted to share. It made me think of this. It said something like, you are the most important person in your life, or no, that's a different one. Um, There isn't a single person in your life you need more than you. So start paying attention to her, take care of her, be there for her and see how things change. And I really love that because we tend to, and immediately when I say this, I think about parents, moms, especially, Uh, We tend to put everyone else first, but I think as women, this is something that we have always been expected to do as well. And um, yeah, there is not a single person in your life that you need more than you. So we have to care for ourselves. And it is different when we start taking care of ourselves to care for ourselves instead of doing things that we think we should do because we feel bad about ourselves. It is wild when you are kind to someone, they respond differently. And this includes you, my friend. All right. Uh, Those are all things I wanted to say, but not what we're talking about today. I want to talk about the core strategies we can use to manage stress and anxiety. And this episode was inspired by the work of Dr. Shelley um, Harrell, or Harrell, I don't know how to pronounce that, Um, and the National Institute for Cognitive and Behavioral Medicine. And these are all things that we talk about here in Brain Body Resilience on a regular basis. So I really appreciate the um, confirmation bias taking place for me here. Just a cherry on top, if you will. So the first strategy we have is working with our attention to direct our attention away from anxious or catastrophic thinking. And to do this, we can use things like mindfulness practice, whether that be mindfulness, mindful movement or meditation or mindful breathing. And again, mindfulness just means that we are paying attention to what is happening inside of us, outside of us, around us, with our senses, without getting stuck on one specific thought or thing, just paying attention and letting it come and go. Uh, Also, we can uh, work with our attention, directing our attention and focus with breathing techniques. And we've gone over this so many times. Um, Also with visualization. And this one, I think, I have talked less about, but there are um, quite a few at this point um, studies on visualization and with neuroimaging showing that the same regions uh, that light up while you are doing something also light up 
while you are, and by light up, I mean like we see that they are, there is activity in those regions, excuse me, that those parts of your brain are working, um, whether you are visualizing something or you're actually doing it. So that's super interesting to me. Um, So uh, there are earlier episodes on mindfulness and breath work that I will link in the show notes. And uh, we will also be having a mindfulness and mindful movement teacher here for a combo in the coming months. So stay tuned for that. I'm very excited uh, about that upcoming episode. All right. Number two, movement and creativity. Uh, we talk about this as well to move anxious thoughts and energy in the body. We can direct our energy to movement and exercise or working to create or build something, a project, something, painting, something, something creative, drawing, sculpting, gardening, something that takes your head into the task and the goal that you have there. And I have an earlier, uh, episode that I will link about movement and mental health. I also have a workshop all about movement for mental health, and I will link that as well. Number three, reflection and exploration strategies. These are things like journaling, building self-awareness by self-monitoring, and communication like with a therapist or a trusted person in your life. When we can recognize that they're, where the anxiety comes from, Uh, where it shows up for us, and then become more aware of what triggers the stress and anxiety, we can start to recognize our thoughts and feelings and notice when we need to intervene. Awareness always comes first. We cannot manage or control something that we are not first aware of. Awareness and then action. And finally, we have number four of our core strategies, And this, my friends, the basics work. Build a foundation with a healthy lifestyle. And this does not mean restriction and limiting the things that you do or you enjoy or that you eat. It doesn't mean obsessing over your food and exercise. What it does mean is that you pay attention to your nutrition, to your movement and your social relationships so you can be intentional about adding the things or subtracting the things so that you can feel better, so that you can function uh, more efficiently and live optimally. We know that when we don't have the right nutrition or sleep or hydration or movement or social uh, relationships, social support, our brain and body do not function as well. And this causes the things I mean, this takes us into survival mode. The stress response is triggered. Then we are, everything is based on that. There's so many layers, layers to this. My head is, I've got all kinds of uh, side notes. We'll do extra episodes, but um, the basics work. And these are things that I think we overlook so frequently because it seems too simple to be effective. It doesn't have to be complicated to be effective. More is not always better better is better. And so if we're just paying attention and we are intentional about the things that we are consuming, the things that we are eating, the things that we are drinking, the things that we're reading and watching and listening to, and the type of environments that are around us. So adding in some intention into healthy relationships, yourself being the most important person to build a healthy relationship with, 
See how I circled back to that and tied that in, which was not intentional, but I am a big fan that it worked out like that. So we're adding in a couple drops of intention into our relationships, into creating healthy environment, both inside and around us, and making sure to add some healthy pleasures, some joy in to help buffer the stress and anxiety that will come because we are human. And that is just how it works. There is no such thing as a stress-free life, nor should there be. So the core strategies to help manage stress and anxiety are attention centering, expressive and creative strategies, reflection, exploration, and healthy lifestyle habits. And these are broad and rather vague. um, And sometimes it can be hard to know where to start and what will actually work for you. Because we have these tools and we know through scientific research, through experiences of, of our own, we know that these work. But not everything works best for everyone. So we have to build our nervous system hygiene routine based on the things that are useful and usable to us. Thank you, Winnie Lingovic, for that um, that term and that thought process of, of finding what is useful and usable for you in every in the moments that change, in the seasons that change, because we will also need something that works for us at different times. We don't always need the same same tools, and that's why we have to build them so that we have a variety to choose from, whether that's in an immediate need when we're having high anxiety or high stress and we're in that acute state, we need something immediate, or the things that we build to build new patterns and re-pattern our nervous system and um, have those sustainable preventative practices. So this is actually what my Manager Stress Mentorship is for. It's a six-week one-on-one nervous system hygiene builder where I work with you to identify your stress triggers and then build practical tools to navigate those times so you can start, you know, stressing less and living more, start knowing what tools work for you. So I'll uh, link that in the show notes as well. I think that's where I'm going to leave it. If you found this episode useful, please do share it with someone who might also find some use in it. I hope you have a beautiful week. We'll do this again next week. Until then, peace.